When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So today, since it's Valentine's Day, on the day that we're re- well, let's be honest, this is pre-recorded. Uh, I'm taking the day <laughs> off because it's my birthday. We're, we're it's just gonna say birthday! how it is. Yeah. So, um, this is releasing Valentine's week. How's that? We'll go there with that. Um, we thought we would talk about players we love. Now, we did have to go into some, uh, I guess you could say, some parameters, some rules with this because. We could go in and obviously just talk about so many players with this. But what we wanted to do is we wanted to say, who would you like to have, um, as a fan, of course, a long-term relationship with these players? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, who, who, do you, who, who is going to be around for the long haul? So what we did is we put a cap at 25 years old, right? Because that makes good logical sense, Showed I up. think. Um, anyways, so... And as we got going into this, it was kind of like there are a lot of there's like there's a ton of young talent in Major League Baseball right now. Probably more than we've seen in a decade, at least. I was going to say like 10, maybe 12 years. A, a while. Yeah. And I and first off, I got to say, I think it's a really good thing for the game. Yeah. Right. Because young stars are fantastic. Um Always. So what we decided to do, instead of just doing our, our top five players under 25 who we love, we're going to break this up into three different episodes for you guys. And today yeah. we're going to talk about infielders. So today is our top infielders under 25 with our players we love. Brig, take it away and lead us off. Don't tell me what to do, Brad. <laughs> I am the coal mine supervisor. You are right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a guy who has been in the league for let's see this is currently and let me let me preface this this it 2022 can be their age 25 year for my money like i'm okay with that right okay all right yeah that's what i did so this guy has been in the league 1 2 3 4 5 years successfully right his age 25 year will be 2022 Okay. He's an all-star, silver slugger. He's been in the MVP race as of uh, number 13 is what is what I have here. And that was in 2021. Two-time all-star. He has an overall war career. Again, this is a short-term career, but career war so far, 14.4. Career batting average sits at 273. Um, his OBP is 325, slugging 477. OPS is 802. He's a second baseman. He plays for the Atlanta Braves. It's Ozzy Albies. I knew it. You know how I knew? Yes. He's my runner up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Yep. Yeah. He's he is a solid choice. Go ahead and tell us additionally why, Bri, because I think I feel like you laid it out pretty good there. Like why he's yeah, he's he's a player you love right now. Well, I think that what we're going to see is more out of him, and which that's what's the point of this exercise, right, is to find out guys that we're going to see more of, more from, 
But I think that he mm-hmm. could be a long-term presence in Atlanta. And I love the idea of franchise guys who stick around kind of like that core four in New York back in the nineties or when you, you know, <clears throat> the, the triple threat uh, pitching um, team in uh, dang it in Atlanta back in the nineties as well. And oh like yeah. Yeah. Stuff, stuff like that. Right. The, the big red machine, like idea, like I want that to come back those things to come back. So I think he could help anchor some of that in Atlanta. Um, in addition to everything that I've, that I've already laid out. And what's cool is we've seen him in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that we've seen him in the postseason. So those career, those numbers include postseason runs and, uh, and that that's awesome. He's been, he's been a part of eight series in the postseason over the last five years. Well, and so not only we, not just, we didn't just see him in the world series. He actually showed up. Right. Like he had, he had a great and, but, series. But I'm just saying playoff baseball at all. He mm-hmm. did, but he happened to also participate in a World Series and stand right. and deliver, right? Mm-hmm. So so he's played in a wild card game, four games for the NLDS, two games in LCS, one World Series. Or excuse me, two championship series, four division series races, and one World Series. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Yeah. And it's that's a lot of playoff baseball for a guy who's only been in the league five years. Yeah, well, and the fact that he's – that he is 25, just barely, and he's been in the league five years. To me, that says a lot. Yeah. Right. That's really, in, that's really where it comes year. Yeah. In his age 21 year, he played a full 57 games, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And then he's never well, played, he's never played uh, like significantly reduced games, except for the mm-hmm. weird. COVID and so this year, is but. one of the things that I think is crazy, specifically about the Braves and, and talking about Albies, is that first off, Albies, I feel like, has been overshadowed by Acuna because Acuna is another stud, right? Totally. Yeah. Massive star, the big personality. Albies is just about everything Acuna brings to offer, but in the infield. Like yep. he doesn't have the power, but he's gonna he gets on base and he does he does what he needs to do. He gets the job yeah. done. That yeah. I don't Brig, I feel like we're all guilty of looking past the Braves the last three or four years. We saw them come in to the playoffs last year. It's like, okay, yeah, like this is a good team, but they weren't quite ready. And then this year disaster struck and we're kind of like, well, that's it for the Braves, but they plugged and played. And it's like, it's because they had a strong core that they had already built up going in, like leading up to those injuries that it's like, okay, yeah, this is a really good team. And Albies and Freddie Freeman have been part of that core and consistency that led to the world series. And I think, yep. I think people should be paying more attention to Albies. I think so too. Especially because yeah. we're going to get a lot more out of him. Yes, from him. Sure. From him. Let's put it differently. Yep. Since yep. we're in the middle of a CBA, we're going to get. We're going to see a lot more positive performance from him. It's very yeah. exciting. I agree. All, All right, right. Man, who you got? My first. Uh, my first player is somebody who just recently turned twenty-four. Uh, that was uh, on uh, what the end of the end of January. February 1st, he just turned 24. Okay. He has had two years in the league. Uh, this last year, he became a regular full-time starter for his team. He's a middle infielder. Very exciting. I've talked about him before. I love watching this guy just because, like I said, he's he's exciting and fun player to watch. Uh, I'm going to go Jazz Chisholm of the Miami Marlins. He was my runner-up. Hey, there we go. That's the guy I would replace with Ozzy Albies. I was like, no, I want to go with somebody else. 
And see, I put Chis- Chisholm was one of the first guys on my list. He was for me too. Because I, I had to, I just had to verify that he was under twenty five. I was like, he's got to be. He just seems really young. But this sure. is the thing about Chisholm is that like he he doesn't have like slappy in the face outstanding numbers, right? Like he hit he hit two forty eight this last year. He stole. He stole 23 bases, but he led the National League with eight. He got caught stealing eight times. And I don't care if a guy gets caught stealing bases because for me, it's like he's being aggressive. He's going out there. And the fact that he led the league getting caught, like getting caught trying to steal bases, is like the dude is just going to keep trying. He's going to keep going. And that's one thing that I love because I didn't, we didn't talk about it last week, but I feel like a stolen base is one of the most exciting plays in sports. Because yes. there's so much anticipation over such a short period of time, um, but Jazz Chisholm, in my opinion, I believe that he's going to grow into being one of the best players on that Marlins team if he's not already because they're really young. But he's going to be their leader. Um, not he's going to be the face of their franchise. Um, I think that he's going to be the guy who's going to eventually lead them to the playoffs. I don't know that he has what it takes to lead them to a World Series, yeah. but he's going to help them get back in the playoffs. We don't know in a legitimate yeah. playoff berth. I agree with that. I, the the only the only hesitation I really have with him is a we haven't seen too much from him yet, not right. enough for my money, and two being that in the in the franchise he's a part of, there's so much turmoil, there's so much turnover with players, there's so much going on all the time that you just don't know if they're going to value him at the level he deserves to be valued at, and I think I can see him getting traded away, and That's then bit- we'll see what we need from him. So, and I can see that because of the history of the franchise. However, what I say to that though is that I feel like when Derek Jeter and those guys came in, what they did, I feel like what they did was they were like, okay, we have all these guys who have reached their ceiling. And they're like uh, Christian Yelich, uh, JT Romuto, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, those guys had reached their, like that group had reached its ceiling in Miami. And they said, the best thing we can do, and I saw this with the Mariners too is just tear it down and start over again. So I think that what's happening in Miami is Derek Jeter and his guys are like, okay, Chisholm is going to be our our cornerstone. I think that Anthony Rizzo. Yes, I think that they really like him because they're already putting him out there to represent the team. Yeah, as like yeah, their young true. guy who they're going to be like, let's build him up, let's build a rapport with the fan base and everything because he we want him to be our guy. Yeah. And so I I don't think that they would necessarily trade him. I think if they're going to, if, if he does get to the point where he deserves a big fat contract, I think they're going to give him what they can because, yeah. uh, because they want some consistency. Derek Jeter understands the importance of consistency, the role that it could play for it, sure. And not just in a player's career, but also the franchise as far as like appealing to the fan base, stuff like that. So I think he understands it as well, if not better than a lot of players and owners yeah. and yeah. managers and you know agents and everything yep exactly so so i i think they're going to keep him around as long as he earns his spot there cool i love it i'm not going to disagree with you excellent okay so i'm going to go next okay it's my turn there's two of us (laughs) i'll go next (laughs) (laughs) okay um i'm going to go with a guy who's has been an all-star one time okay he has a silver slugger career uh, war of 10.8. We've seen a career already, a career lasting. Let's see. This will be his one, two, three, four, fifth, sixth season. 2022 will be number six for him. 
where he does again turn 25 in his 20 in his uh, 2022 season. Okay. Okay. So his uh, batting average 279, OBP 338, slugging 509, OPS 847. Okay. This dude, first of all, this dude can rake, right? And he has a he has had defensive issues in the past with range and some errors committed and things like that. But it's okay to have a guy at third base who's maybe got a tiny bit of an issue at defensively, not enough to be able to make him a liability because there's not enough to consider him a liability. We wondered though, and I'm going to drop the reveal here in a minute. So stay with me, but we wondered about it in his cabbage patch cheeks. It's Raphael Devers. <laughs> I wondered if you were going to grab Devers. <laughs> the fact is, the fact is, he's he's so good. He is so good. So good. And what kills me is that over the, those five years, not only have we seen his war is in a good spot for where he is in his career, his uh, he's got postseason baseball experience and does well in the postseason well enough what i love about devers is that his transformation from uh oh are we gonna have a problem here to uh oh he's now a problem for everybody else is the reason he has got to be on this list for me that's solid and you know i so i was looking for a fifth guy and actually it was funny I i was like i gotta have a fifth guy but i already had five but so i pulled up a list of the top 25 players under 25 yeah. And he was on there, and I was like, I almost grabbed him just because I didn't think you would. <laughs> <laughs> but it kills me that you absolutely grabbed you grabbed your absolute least favorite player in the league oh, simply because of his cabbage patch cheeks. But no, he That's is it. a problem. He's a legitimate problem for everybody the Red Sox face. Every single 100%. time. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and That's you got to so just love him for that. You have yep. to. You do. You do. That's awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> I don't think Mike Farns would have let me live it down if I didn't include Raphael Devers in my list. I just don't think he would have. That's solid. That's really good. <laughs> and I didn't okay. make the decision for Mike. It just happens to be a nice little bonus. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. The next one. Do you mind if I go ahead? Are you done with Devers? Oh, I think you should go. It's probably oh, okay. your turn. <laughs> All right. Okay. The next guy I have, uh, he's actually uh, another third baseman. Ooh. Um, not Raphael Devers. Um, this guy turned 25 13 days ago. Um, <laughs> so he, some of these guys are like right up there at the top, right? right? Yeah. It's okay. It counts. But he has he has two seasons in the big leagues. Uh, he hasn't. I get. I mean, he was there for the entire time this last year, but he hasn't put together like a full season yet. But I think that this team is trying to make him be their next franchise guy, which is why they traded away their other franchise guy this last year to the Padres in oh. Adam Frazier. Yes. <laughs> Are you Key Brian? Key Brian Hayes. <laughs> He almost made my list as well. I was just like, you know, he doesn't have enough service time for me. And see, that's thing. That's the thing for me is like, I'm willing to take a guy who's exciting his first couple of years, who's kind of like a flash in the pan. Like he only played 25 or 24 games in 2020, which you know is a whole yeah. lot more than what it sounds like because of the season, the way it was. Cool. Uh, he played 96 games this year, but if you watch this dude, 
He's exciting, man. He's he really exciting. He's fun to watch. He hit 250, uh, 257 this year. He did only hit six home runs, um, but he stole nine bases. I, I think he's working himself up to being the next guy who the Pirates can trade and get a haul back for. <laughs> 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 because let's oh be honest, another it's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Adam Frazier, Josh Bell, all of them. It happens. Garrett Cole. It happens to all of them. It happens to all of them in Pittsburgh. It's unfortunate, but that's the way they're running things these days. They're trying to flip their prospects and stars, but they're not. It's not real estate, guys. Exactly. And you're never going to you're never going to see a return if you don't let it let it mature. So, yeah. But anyway, Brian Hayes is another one of my guys I like to watch. And honestly, like. Anybody who wears a pirate's uniform, I'm going to pay attention to simply because of the name across the chest. Totally. I'm the same way. I love, yes. Yes. We have so. both Brad and I have an affinity for piratical things. <laughs> piratical. For, the, for those of you look, watching on YouTube, you can see Brad as displaying why. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> for sure. For those of you I listening, go- jump on 9plusus.com and check out the pirate baseball line we have. It's actually a lot of fun. Okay. Do one more Next. and then we'll take a break. All right, next for me is a guy who this will be his um this will be his fourth season in the big leagues. Uh he's going to turn 23 this year. He's been uh not only in the All-Star uh lineup, but he's been an All-Star MVP. He's got a Silver Slugger award. He has a batting average career 289. His WAR is at 9.5. And again, that's in three complete seasons. Um, we've got an OBP 367, slugging 517, OPS 884. The dude is just so much fun to watch. Now, it gets even better. Look, in 2019, when he's 20 years old, he played 123 games. He played 60 games and led the league in 2020 during the COVID season. And he played 161 games last year, which was his all-star year. Okay. This is Vlad Guerrero Jr. He's also on my list. Is he? Yes, he is. There yeah. we go. It happens love every time. He plays, he plays third base occasionally. He's a first baseman. Mm-hmm. So, so this is one of my things with Vlad is that his dad was electric, right, bro? Like absolutely electric. One of the best hitters that we that our generation saw growing up, for sure. Um, and you know, I get I punctuated by his ability to hit a ball bouncing off the ground, right? He was one of the best bad ball pitchers we've ever seen. 100%. Um, you just so, flick the bat and it goes. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is one of the things. And also, side note, my wife's favorite player. But anyway, one of True them. Story. Uh, so him coming up with a well-known and Hall of Fame dad, the microscope has been on him since day one. Since yeah. we first heard, did you hear Vlad Guerrero's got a kid coming up? Yeah, pretty good, right? <laughs> like ever since we first started hearing that, it's like, okay, let's keep track of this guy. Keep track of him. Like totally. I don't. I think the last time I paid attention to somebody who wasn't a Mariner coming up through the minor league system might have been Bryce Harper, you know, right? Or yes. Gordon Beckham because I had drafted him on my fantasy team. Like, yeah, we're going to pull him up, and they did. But <laughs> but nobody besides Vlad Guerrero Jr. And yep. he's delivered. He's delivered. The way the he ball totally explodes has. off his bat is unreal. It's unreal. And that home run derby, will I'll never forget that, ever. Mm-hmm. It was insane. I cannot believe he lost. I still can't believe it. 
but it was so that was one of the most exciting home run derbies I've ever experienced. It was yeah. <laughs> it was with Polar Bear Pete. Are you kidding me? Two young yeah. young bucks. Like it was yeah. magical. Oh, I loved it. So he finished sixth in the rookie of the year voting. And that just it seems to be a travesty for me. But again, I mean, you know, I don't get a vote. So <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Well, and he struck out a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, this year he was a he was a runner up in the MVP, and some argue he maybe should have won it because, right, uh, what he did with his team putting him on the brink of the playoffs, where Shohei Otani's team was nowhere near. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a solid pick. Uh, with that, let's take a quick break and we'll get back. And I have I actually only have two more now because we just overlapped on one, so we'll yeah, get back. I only have two we both more have as well, two, and we'll wrap yeah. things up. Welcome back, baseball family. We have each got two remaining uh, long-term loves, I guess we're calling them. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> players that we hope to be in a long-term relationship with with uh, Major League Baseball, okay? As fans. And as fans. As fans, yes. We're very excited about um, remaining on either scorecard because Brad thinks that we will only line up on one of them. I think we're going to line up on both. And I'm excited to have him be wrong. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how it goes, Brad. I I think you should go first. Okay. Yeah, it would be my turn anyway, since there's again two of saying. us. Uh, <laughs> yes. If this was musical chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, so I'm going to start with the one that I think we're going to overlap on, like certainly. Okay. okay. So right. I'm going to start with uh, this is a guy who. Quite honestly, the day he made his major league debut, I was like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. There's that. Um, took the league absolutely by storm. Another son of a player, right? Um, has been in the league for three years now. Has finished in, he finished top three in the rookie of the year. Has finished top five in the MVP, uh, both 2020 and 2021. Um <laughs> Just when when you look up the ele- the definition for electric in the dictionary, his picture is next to it, and part of that is because. And I think if there was a gif, it would be when he scored from second on a pop fly to the yeah. grass just outside of the infield dirt, and, and so we all know who I'm talking about. It's it's Fernando Tatis Jr. the third. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is one That's of my, my absolute favorite players in baseball right now. Hundred percent. He's got a WAR at thirteen point six. Batting average is sitting at a solid 292 right now. Mm-hmm. He had 52 stolen bases in his career. 25 of them was in 2021. Were, excuse me, 25 of them were in 2021. I can speak the English. Is. So his, <laughs> his OBP career, 369, slugging 596, OPS 965. I love watching this dude play baseball. Me too. And don't, don't discount this, Brig. He led the league in home runs in 2021 with 42 he led the national league and that was only with playing 130 games i know this time because of a recurring shoulder injury it's it's insane and we have playoff baseball experience with him as well he's been involved mm-hmm. in one wild card game and one division series mm-hmm. yeah and this is the thing though is that like the padres went ahead and paid him they're just like yeah we're gonna want you around for a long time because yeah 
this is this is the thing is that he not only contributes on the field as just a beast, right? 100%. Like we just we went through his numbers. Like you you want that on your team, but also the draw. Like I would drive to San Diego to see him play if that yes. was the only chance I got to see him. I'm yes. planning on going to see the Padres in town at least once this year, whenever baseball happens, just it's so I can happen. watch Tatis play. I've seen I've seen Machado play. But Tatis was not playing that day in spring training, so I'm going to like go out of my way to watch the Padres this year here in yep. Phoenix. Hundred percent. So, yep. and I'm sure that I'm not alone in that sentiment. No, you're not. And when they show up to uh, Atlanta at Truist, I might have to do the same because it's like it's like no miss baseball. It like is. You have you have to have this experience. Oh, and it's, this would. And it's, he's one of those players where you, you can't look away either. Like right. As long if he's on defense, you want to watch what's going on. If he's up at the plate, you cannot blink because you don't know what's going to happen. That's right. And if he gets on base, watch out. It's good <laughs> stuff's going down. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's it's awesome. His defensive numbers are also amazing. By the way, let's not discount that. And I think mm-hmm. we've kind of brushed past that with all of our picks previously. But none right. of them are slouches on defense. None. Right. Even Devers. Well, and this is was. the funny thing too is that. A lot of people this last year were like killing Tatis for like, oh, his throwing errors, blah, blah, all this stuff. It's like, but there's some guys where, yes, they're going to make throwing errors. But the reason it's a throwing error is because he's making a play the guy across the street couldn't make. Not just across the street. That but, The next uh, four shortstops would be hard yeah. pressed to even attempt. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a lot it. there. Okay. A lot going on there. All right, yeah, here's your last could, one, Brig. We could go into it more, but we won't. Okay, so let me pull him up. My last one is, uh, see, he might be the youngest guy on my list, actually. He's entering his year, his 23-year-old season this this season. I think Tatis is also in his, oh, and so is Vlad. Vlad, Tatis, and this guy are all entering their, their age 23 season. Okay. Um. This guy came in in 2018 and played 116 games his rookie year. By the way, he is uh he was runner-up rookie of the year voting that year in 2018. That should give it away. Um he's never in the subsequent 3 years has never ranked lower than top 10 in the MVP voting. He's got a couple of silver sluggers. He's been on an all-star team. He has won the batting title and he's a world series champion and he's turning 23 this year and an infielder. Oh no, he's not an infielder. (laughs) What have I done? Oh no. (laughs) That's how exciting it was. Brad, you should go. All right. What have I done? I, I don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, I, let's I really save that though. Let's not reveal. Person. We let's not reveal who that was, and we'll save it. Okay. Outfielder, right? Outfielder. Yes. Yeah, we'll save it for next week when we do outfielders because <laughs> uh, I think we should make this a three-part episode. So, dang, um, I'm back at it. I wasn't so I wasn't sure if you were going to uh, going to bring this guy in. Okay, so this is this guy is also 23. Okay. He, this is actually going to be his. I think. I think this will be his age twenty four season because he's going to turn twenty four right before, right before the season is supposed to start. Rob Manfred apparently says that things are on track, but I don't know if that's true. Well, um, we don't trust Rob anyway. 
No, we don't. Um, but this is another son of a former player, right? Yes, I know who you're going to say. And right. he's got a career war, 9.3. He made his debut in 2019, played 46 games, played 29 in 2020, played 159 in 2021, made the all-star team, finished 12th in the MVP voting. Pretty impressive for a guy who uh, was overshadowed a lot by a player on his team. Yeah. This is Bo Bichette. It's Bo Bichette, yeah. Now, I have to tell you, first off, I have an affinity for middle infielders because they do stuff that I was never able to do. Well, yes. <laughs> Like ever, like playing baseball, not a chance. Um, I was a catcher and a third baseman. There's a reason I played those positions, right? So yeah, yeah. I I love watching middle infielders more than most positions in the game. Um, and Bobachet is another shortstop to the list. Um, another guy who's just like he's he is great. He is absolutely outstanding defensively. But there's something about his effortless swing, effortless swing, because Vlad's got a violent swing right like it's you don't it want to aggressive. be within 10 feet of him when he's swinging the bat yeah the exactly Bobichette's right. swing is so smooth and effortless but the ball just explodes off the bat yeah it does like, it just screams out of the field out of the ballpark when he hits it and that's one of the things i love is that he just makes baseball look so smooth so easy when he plays yeah. it and it's it is kind of funny because his picture on baseball reference he looks like he's like a 16 year old kid yeah like it one like eyes kind of squinty. Yeah, like it, <laughs> like that half smile. It looks like he's like taking like his junior year picture, and he just happens to have a Blue Jays hat on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, give me a chance to salvage myself, can we? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Who you got? Because I have another guy that I didn't want to put on my list because everybody else on my list had set, like established themselves officially mm-hmm. and yeah. had some longevity. I, as much as we can call it that within the first, right. you know, four or five seasons. But, but this guy is, is first, this guy is so exciting for a number of reasons. Let me say he's been in the league one year, one. Okay. And I was, yes, I love it. He, he played 70 games in 2021. Okay. In that time, he rounded out a batting average of 288. An OBP 347, slugging at 463, and an OPS at 810. Whew, man, that's exciting. Okay. He uh, has successfully stolen five bases. Nope, two. That's his average. I'm sorry. His, he's successfully stolen two bases in 70 games. He is a shortstop slash and or third baseman because he's still young. He already has a career war in 70 games of 3.5 which is in 70 games in 70 games he's already got a career war of 3.5 that's what i'm saying so i mean the other thing about this guy is it's wander franco sorry it's wander wander franco solid pick and the reason i'm choosing him okay first of all he will be come on computer um he, we all thought that he was going to be like, like there was all this hype about him being the savior down on the Rays, right? And we were like, mm-hmm. oh man, don't believe the hype. We got to see what he come. You know, he'll have the yips when he first gets there, like everybody else mm-hmm. does. And he never did, right? There was no, never, he didn't. There was no concern at all. He just rolled into town and like cr- climbed up the ivory tower and sat there. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, dude, who are you? Like, you're not 
this is against the rules, bro. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, he didn't have, he didn't get sent back down to my knowledge. I don't think he got sent back mm-hmm. down at all. Did he? No, he didn't. And he finished third in the rookie of the year voting to his teammate. Right. Yep. Randy Rosarina, who, in my opinion, the only reason Rosarina won the rookie of the year was because he was there for the entire season. If, yeah. if they had not potentially, I'm going to put in quotes, uh, gone and manipulated, manipulated his <laughs> service time and called him up earlier, like apparently he was ready to do, he may yeah. very well have won the rookie of the year. 100% possible. And so, his nickname is Patron. What does that Which mean? is remarkable for a 20-year-old person. <laughs> what what is it? Do you know what that means? What does that Patron? Mean doesn't it mean uh, father? Or like I don't know. I'm pretty sure it means father. It's like an honorific title. I'm not sure what exactly it means. I'm gonna look it up right now, though. Yeah, you my look Spanish, it up. Tell me if I'm my wrong. My Spanish is not sure. uh is not fantastic. <laughs> that apparently obviously sure. is not one that I know. Um, so according to Google, (laughs) okay. Um, (laughs) well, so this is kind of funny. It wanted, wanted, the first thing it gave me was um, Patronus. (laughs) Thank you, Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah. I I know that's not right, but Patron. Oh, there we go. There we, yeah. It means pattern. No pattern, but here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing, Brig. Though, like, what do you do with a pattern? Right, you use the pattern to make more copies. So it's the mold. It's more. So more he's like the, the mold. He's the original. The mold. That might think... be a, that might be a cultural Spanish thing that we don't that you and I don't quite That's understand. True. That's true. That's true. Like that. Like if he's like the original, the best, and we're, we want to try to make everybody else like him, then maybe he's El he is El Patron, right? Yeah, so maybe that's where it comes from. That's cool. So that's cool. All I know is that I've heard people refer to other people as Patron when it's like, I'm a little bit afraid of you. I'm going to give you all the deference possible. That kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, anyway no, that's a solid pick. I don't know. Why Wander Franco, it. thanks for the for rolling with my gaff there, baseball family. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I was just really excited to talk about that other person. I guess you'll stick. Stay tuned. For next time, when we talk about outfielders under 25, and I will reveal who that person is in remaining my number one pick. (laughs) And that's what we call a tease. Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.